do you think your loved one is acting really unusual lately, really down, crying all the time for no good reason, getting really mad, shutting their friends out, giving their stuff away, acting reckless, using drugs and alcohol, suddenly not doing well in school or at work, not doing stuff that they used to love, doing things that are not like them. It might just be stress at work or school, or it might be something more. They might be depressed. They might be feeling really depressed. And it might be that your loved one is thinking about killing themselves. It happens more than you think, more than it should. But suicide is preventable. My name is Harold Haven Boggs. I'm a licensed therapist for families and individuals. So let's talk about suicide prevention. It's easier than you think. And first, a quick reminder, this program is not a substitute for professional medical care. So if you have concerns about a loved one, please see a medical professional or call 988. That's the new suicide prevention hotline. It's now simply 988. What I hope to do here today is highlight some of the important concerns and increase your awareness of suicide prevention. Suicide is preventable, and it's easier than you think. Studies in the United States in 2017 show that there are 121 deaths by suicide each day, 121 a day. And suicide was the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. And now it's even a bigger problem in 2023. So in decades past, the word cancer used to be the unspeakable word. The dreaded word was cancer. These days, the dreaded word is suicide. The word suicide strikes fear into our hearts. Hopefully, we can remove some of the stigma today, and I encourage you to just ask straight out. J-A-S-O, just ask straight out. So let me quote the president of the National Suicide Prevention Association, who said, I really don't think the word suicide is the problem. It's the silence that so often follows. So today we're all about breaking that silence. Just ask straight out. Offer help. Stick together. You can save a life in just 30 minutes. Please smash that like button and subscribe and share this program with all your loved ones. Let's get the word out there. Are you ready for danger signs? You know your loved one better than anybody else. And if you think your loved one is acting unusual, really down, crying all the time for no good reason, or getting really mad, or isolating, or not able to sleep, or sleeping all the time, or shutting their friends out, or giving their stuff away, or acting reckless, 
or using drugs or alcohol, staying out late, suddenly not doing well in school or work, not doing stuff that they used to love doing, or doing things that, they're, that are just not like them, it might be nothing to worry about. It might be just stress at work or school, or it might be something more. They might be depressed. They might be feeling down, really depressed, really down. Or it might be that your loved one is thinking of killing themselves. It happens more than you think and more than it should. Your loved one might say, I'd be better off dead. I can't live with this. I want to kill myself. Take them seriously. People say, I had no idea. I thought it was just a phase he was going through. I never thought she would do it. I wish they had come to me. I wish they had said something. I wish I had said something. So, before it's too late, if you think your loved one is acting different, if they seem like a different person, say something. Say, what's wrong? How can I help? Ask straight out, are you thinking of killing yourself? Just ask straight out, J-A-S-O. Ask straight out, are you thinking of killing yourself? It doesn't hurt to ask. In fact, it helps. When people are thinking about killing themselves, they want somebody to ask. They want somebody to care. Maybe you're afraid you'll make it worse if you ask. People think that they will put the idea in their head. Believe me, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't hurt to ask. In fact, it's the best way to keep a loved one from killing themselves. And that's to ask, are you thinking of killing yourself? Just ask straight out. So what if they say yes, or maybe, or sometimes I'm thinking that? Well, most people with suicidal thoughts just want their pain to stop. They have tremendous pain. And they think the only way to get rid of that pain is to end their lives. Here's what you don't say. Don't say, that's crazy. Don't be such a drama queen. Don't say that. Don't say, you're making too much of this. Don't say, that boy's not worth killing yourself over. Don't say that. Don't say, that's not going to solve anything. Don't say that. You're just trying to get attention. Don't say that. You're making too much of this. That's not going to solve anything. Don't say that. You're not going to kill yourself. Don't say that. Here's what you do say. We'll get through this together. Let's keep you safe. How can I help? Those are three things you should say. We'll get through this together. Let's keep you safe. How can I help? 
A lot of people think about killing themselves, adults and kids. Most of them never try it, but some of them do. So if your loved one says, I'd be better off dead. I can't live with this. I want to kill myself. Take them seriously. Find someone they can talk to about it. Someone who knows how to help. Sometimes a loved one wants to kill themselves because something happened, a breakup, a failure. But sometimes it goes deeper than that, and it's not going to go away by itself. So here's what you do. Do whatever it takes. Get some help. Talk to your doctor or a counselor or a minister or pastor. But don't just let it drop. And make sure your loved one always has someone to turn to, someone they trust. Make sure your home is safe. If you have pills in the house, lock them up. If you have a gun, don't just lock it up. Get it out of the house and the bullets too. Here's what you don't do. Don't just let it drop. Don't leave them alone. Don't leave guns around or pills. Don't wait until you're sure. Trust your gut. Don't suffer in silence. Don't let them suffer in silence. Just ask straight out. We all have ups and downs, but sometimes it's more than that. If you think something is wrong, the best way to find out is to ask. Just ask straight out. Are you thinking of killing yourself? Do not wait until you're sure. Trust your gut because it never hurts to ask. It can make a big difference. It can make all the difference in your loved one's life. Dr. Karen Purvis at the Karen Purvis Child Institute gives us some excellent advice for how to connect with family members and our kids. And this applies to everyone. Number one, connect to your loved one. Use eye contact touch, a pleasant tone of voice, put on a soft face, pay attention to how you look, pay attention to your body language, pay attention to your tone of voice, connect with your loved one, go to them, be within arm's reach, make eye contact, connect. Number two, Dr. Purvis says, give your loved ones a voice and value their ideas. Let them know that you want to hear their point of view. Give them a voice. Repeat back what they're saying and take into consideration what they're trying to explain. And number three, do shared problem solving. Work on things together. Solve problems together. And this applies to adults, even to small kids. Do shared problem solving. That's the way to connect. Let me explain that what really works in a suicide situation is the safety plan. You sit down together and make some lists. So first on the list of a safety plan are three ways that your loved one can know that a crisis is brewing. 
Maybe it's when they get jittery or have some trembles or when they get too hungry or then when they get extremely lonely. They know when a crisis is brewing. Write those three things down. Number two, write down three things that they can do to distract themselves without contacting anyone else. Three things like listening to music or going for a walk in the park, petting the dog, things they can do by themselves. Number three, write three or four or five names and numbers down of people that they can reach out to for help. And of course, remember, the new suicide hotline number is 988. Uh, next, write three places that they can go to distract themselves, places that they like to be. Then next on the list, you write down the names and numbers of counselors, clinicians, doctors that they can call with the phone numbers, the emergency numbers. Next, we write down the address and phone number of the nearest urgent care clinic and the nearest emergency room so that we know where that is immediately. Next, we make the environment safe. If there are guns around or pills around, we want to get those out of the environment. Make the environment safe. And finally, write down together the one thing that your loved one values most, the thing that's most important to consider worth living for. That is the safety plan. It really works. Make sure your loved one writes all that down, folds the paper up, puts it in their wallet. They carry it. They keep it with them and look at it often. So next, after the crisis has passed, we must follow up with that loved one and continue to connect on a daily basis. Keep in touch with your loved one. Do not let too much time pass. So here's our summary. Just ask straight out and tell your loved one that you will stick together, you will keep them safe, and that you want to help. Help them with their safety plan and remind them to look at it often and to stick together. Did I mention stick together? Okay. Suicide is preventable and it's easier than you think. It's easier than you think to prevent suicide. So let me wrap it up here with a quote from Lisa Klein. She said, Hi, I'm Lisa Klein, director of the upcoming documentary, The S Word. We're in the process of filming, and I really do believe that suicide is preventable. So I'm going to make this pledge to my friends and family, my new S Word family. Please talk to me. Tell me how you feel and what you need. So please, again, smash that like button, share this information, subscribe to this channel, and we'll get the word out. Suicide is preventable. This is Harold Haven Boggs, licensed marriage and family therapist, chemical dependency counselor, and recovery coach. 
for books, classes, and seminars for your marriage, for trauma healing, and for addiction and recovery, please visit wegetrecovery.com. Wegetrecovery.com.